So we should never, ever, ever take his grace and mercy, his love and kindness for granted. So we just thank you, Lord, and worship you upon this morning. Let us uh, repeat together the mission of Roanoke Salem Missionary Baptist Church. Go ye therefore and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Lord God, we thank you for another day and another opportunity to just say thank you, Lord. And you have continued to keep this world together. It's your world. Everything and everybody belongs to you and comes under your authority. Lord Jesus, even with all the challenges we face as individuals and as a nation, we can still say hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, because you are sitting on the throne. You have all power, all wisdom. You are everywhere at the same time, all the time. And if we'll trust in you and acknowledge you in all our ways, you will and you shall and you are directing our paths. Lord Jesus, we just believe this is going to be a wonderful day in Christ and that we're going to be blessed by the word on this morning and that we're going to leave here more encouraged and more determined than ever to live for you, to represent you, to help people find you who are lost in their sins and Lord, to be in position for you to bless us and to be a blessing to this dying world. We love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. This is the day that the Lord Jehovah God has made. We shall rejoice and be exceedingly glad in it. We'll have an opening selection now from our musicians. Thank you. 
journey is completed unchanging hand faith is not hard church family we make it complicated but it really isn't faith is just simply digging in your heels and saying no matter what's going on in your life especially if you're having challenges faith is just digging in your heels and saying God I trust you I know what it is I know what they've said I know what it looks like I know what's happening but God I trust you Hold on to God's unchanging hand. And God will not only make a way somehow, the Bible says we are more than conquerors through our faith in Jesus Christ. Amen. To God be the glory. We're preparing now for um, our offering. So as you are preparing, I just want to share a couple of things by way of announcements. One thing I want to share with you is that um, for those who may want to, we are t tentatively scheduled to have another concealed weapons class here at the church on Wednesday, September the 23rd. Wednesday, September the 23rd from 9 a.m. until 6 p.m. If you want to take the concealed weapons class, please call the church between now and, you know, at least the end of this week. And let Miss Jean know. She'll put your name down. The cost of the class is $65 per person. The only thing you need to bring on the day of the class is a photo ID and, or government ID, whatever it is, a government ID and your $65. You don't need to bring anything else. Everything else you need to take the class will be provided for you by the instructor, Mr. Darrell Williams, and he is an excellent, excellent instructor. Also want to share with you that in preparation for uh, our upcoming election, and you know the election season is here, 
the um, Enfield Roanoke Rapids chapter of the Delta uh, sorority. And you all may know that uh, Sister Sharon Hill and Sister Tosca Towns, I think I know those two, uh, Sister Jovita Menifee, those three folks are from Roanoke Salem are part of that. But anyway, uh, the Deltas are doing a phone banking campaign. In other words, uh, there'll be a period of time beginning in a week or so where they're going to start calling people not to tell them or ask them if they're going to vote Democrat or Republican, just simply asking people, are they registered to vote? So if you want to be part of that uh, campaign, if you want to work with the um, Deltas and calling people to ask them, do they, to, you know, just to call them and ask them, are they registered to vote? Please uh, contact Sister Sharon Peel. She's here today, but she's given me permission to give you her phone number. And Sharon's phone number is 252-532-7701. Again, Sharon's phone number is 252-532-7701. Sharon needs to hear from you at least by tomorrow. By tomorrow, she needs to know if you're interested in working with the Deltas and making phone calls to ask people uh, do they plan to vote, then please um, call her by today or tomorrow, but call her by tomorrow and let her know that you are interested. Um, April is passing out right now some little pieces of paper that Ms. Jean did up for us uh, that have the dates for early voting. So you have it in front of you now, the dates for early voting. And early voting um, is going to begin next month, but you, you'll have the dates in front of you, when and where and all that kind of good stuff. Please vote. Please vote. Please make sure you're registered to vote. And again, uh, census. If you have not completed this 2020 census, go to our website or, or go online and just Google my 2020 census and it will tell you how. There's also a phone number, a toll-free phone number. If you Google My 2020 Census, that phone number will also be there for you to know where you can go, how to call and to vote. I mean, excuse me, how to call and how to register for the census. Let me circle back to the, um, the concealed weapon class. That is from 9 a.m. until 6 p.m., so you need to know that too. It's an all-day class. The concealed weapon class on September 23rd will start at 9 in the morning and it will continue on until uh, 6 that afternoon. But again, all you need to bring is your $65 and a government-issued ID, federal government, state government, and uh, that's all you need to bring. I'm trying to think if there's... Oh, two other things. For those who were born in the month of September, happy birthday. Uh, I'll say it now for the entire month, and I know we got some birthday folks today. Got a pretty little girl named Nevaeh whose birthday is today. She's five years old. Miss Nevaeh is five. But for everybody in the month, born in the month of September, whoever you are, wherever you are, happy birthday. And I think that's all I need to share at this time. If something else comes up, I'll let you know. Okay.
Thank you for your generous giving. We cannot thank you enough for being faithful in your giving. Those who are visiting from other churches, we see you, we love you. We thank God for you for coming and worshiping with us on today. Thank you, Sonny. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Wayne. Uh, it's Grandparents Day. April reminded me just a few minutes ago that it's Grandparents Day. So if you are a grandparent, whether it's your blood grandchild or some young child that they've adopted you and you've adopted them and y'all grands to each other, bless you, bless you, bless you. We can't thank the Lord enough for grandparents. And I know we have some wonderful, wonderful grandparents here at Ronald Salem. We and, you know, some of you great-grandparents now. We, we know what you do. We've seen over the years how you've helped raise your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren. So just want you to know that most importantly, God sees it. And God knows. And God is appreciative of you late in your years of life when you could be so-called relaxing and enjoying yourself. You're still doing all you can to help bring up another generation uh, to know the Lord and to love the Lord and to become good, productive citizens in this country. So thank you. Let me just briefly introduce the preacher for today. She is our own Reverend Gloria Stevenson. She is a daughter of this church under uh, Reverend Sessoms. She is a woman of God, professional woman, Married to Mr. Garland Stevenson, a mother, a grandmother, a hard worker, still working for Halifax County School Systems. Most importantly, though, she, she knows the Lord, she loves the Lord, and she does her best to serve the Lord. She's faithful in the work she does here for Roanoke Salem. Just couldn't ask for two more faithful people than she and Lisa and Miss Jean. They're, they're just all faithful in what they do for the church family. So you've heard her preach before, and you know she's going to bring us a dynamic word on this morning. Prepare your spiritual hearts and your spiritual minds to receive the word. So after we have the sermonic selection, and I, is Mr. Garland going to come and sing now? Her husband, Mr. Garland, is going to come and sing, uh, lead the song for the sermonic selection, and then we'll hear from uh, Reverend Gloria Stevenson on this morning. Come on, let's give a horn hawk to receive her. I love 
and hold dear to my heart or just for they're not mine alone oh father So remind me, remind me, dear Lord, the things that I love and hold dear. My heart are just borrowed, they're not mine alone, oh Father.
Remind me, dear Lord, sometimes we get stuck on ourselves and he has to just remind us who is the creator and who is the creation. And we thank God for being God all by himself. Good morning, church family, friends, visitors, to my pastor, to all of the members and the officers of this great church, it is a blessing to be alive on today. And I thank my pastor for allowing me to come on this morning and be able to bring your word that God has given to me. And I'm going to do just that. Amen. Amen. It's a beautiful morning, but we're not going to stay all day. Amen. If you have your Bibles on this morning. We're going to go to the book of Mark, the fifth chapter. And I'm going to use two verses, 19 and 20. Verse 19 says, Howbeit Jesus suffered him not, but said unto him, Go home to thy friends, and tell them how great things the Lord has done for thee and had compassion on thee. Verse 20. And he departed and began to proclaim what great things Jesus had done for him. And all men did marvel. 
Father God, in the precious name Jesus, I come before you this morning asking you once again to just bless me to do what you have asked me to do. Lord, help me to bring forth your word, that it will be a comfort to someone on today, that it will be something that can help them throughout the week, throughout everything that they are going through. Lord, I just thank you for this opportunity. I give you all the praise and I give you all the glory because it's not about me, but it's all about you. And he departed and began to proclaim what great things Jesus had done for him. And all men did marvel. I want to use for a subject this morning, now run and tell that. And if I could put a subtopic to it, it would be and tell nothing but the truth, the whole truth. It has been said that if you wanted something to get around or spread like wildfire, tell a woman. This tale, a woman is a male chauvinist point of view because they say women love to gossip. But I'm here this morning to tell you that men gossip just as much as women. Men tell, men tell and talk about things they know, things they don't know. And things that they wish they did know. We all talk about everything but what is important. Especially what we are facing in this day and time. And that is just how good God has been to us. We worry about the vaccine for the virus. But didn't God tell you that he is Jehovah Rahim? The healer? And by his stripes you are healed. We worry about when we're going to get the next stimulus check. But didn't God tell you that he was Jehovah Raha, the provider? He would supply all of your needs. Didn't he take care of you before you heard anything about a stimulus check? Ain't I right about it? We know more about what's going on in China, in Russia, in Washington. Who is campaigning where? who is making promises, but we fail to remember God's promises. He said that he would never leave us nor forsake us. He promised to give us new mercy every day. Didn't he tell us to train up our children in a way that they should go? And he promised that when they grew old, they would not depart from it. Didn't he promise that if you let your praises go up, that his blessing will come down, that he will open up the windows of heaven and pour you out more blessings didn't he promise that if you call upon his name in times of trouble that he would answer didn't he promise that if you delight yourself in the lord that he would give you the desires of your heart didn't he tell you to come to me all who are weary and burdened and i will give you rest Remember, people make promises and people break promises, but God keeps every promise because he is a man that cannot lie. Am I right about it? We, we, we keep up with all the current events. We keep up with things more than we keep up with what's going on in our actual household. Some of us keep up with every tweet that President Trump put out. We can repeat it word for word. But my question is, how many times have you called, text, email, faxed, Instagram, written, or any other way we now have to communicate and just tell somebody just how good 
God is. Have you Facebook anybody reminded them that God has brought us from a mighty long way? Have you tweeted anyone and told them God is a keeper because he kept back the hurricanes, he kept back the tornadoes, and the earthquakes did not shake us? Have you texted someone telling them to keep the faith because God is still on the throne? He's sitting high and he's looking low. And he knows what happened yesterday. He knows what's going on today. And he and he alone knows what will happen tomorrow. Have you emailed someone to encourage them to just hold on? Because we serve a God that can speak and men will live and he can speak and men will die. Yeah. Have you messaged someone today? I know it's early in the morning, but did you just remind them that this is the day? That the Lord has made rejoice and be glad in it. Yes, <laughs> Have you written a, a fax anyone telling them that the Lord is our rock and our fortress and he will deliver us. That God is our strength and we need to put our trust in him. Did you tell anybody don't worry because the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. Have you called anybody and reassured them that while we are sleeping, we have a God watching over that never sleep nor slumber. In our conversation, did you tell them, don't panic, keep calm, keep praying. Don't worry about tomorrow because God is already there. Before you end that conversation, you need to tell somebody that nothing ahead of you is bigger or stronger than the power of God that is behind you. Before you say bye, then you need to tell them, I'm going to pray for you. You pray for me. And as children of God, we're going to get through this. Tell them to keep blessing the Lord at all times. Before you hang up, you need to tell somebody about the goodness of the Lord by any means necessary. Oh, bless his name. Am I right about it? You need to tell people on your job just how good God has been to you. Let them know that you know this to be true because you have a personal experience with him. It could have been a situation with your health. It could have been a situation with your finances, your family, your job, your children. Tell them if it had not been for the Lord on your side, you wouldn't know where you would be today. Tell them that he is a way maker and a burden lifter. Tell them that you know that he is a turnaround God because he turned around your situation. All God wants for us is just to run and tell somebody. And as Christians and followers of Christ, we are on a mandate to tell everybody, somebody, like Miss Tippetoe used to say, Lottie Dottie and everybody. Amen. Amen. David said, if you bless me, I will tell it before the largest crowd. See, you need to let people know that all that you have and all that you can do is only by the grace of God. See, I don't understand how people can come to church and just be so quiet. See, quiet folk make me nervous, especially in church. Because we say that we are saints and we believe the word and the word tells us to make a joyful noise. It tells us to enter into his gates with praise and thanksgiving. Well, well preacher, we're not entering into the gates. We're not on the inside. We're out here in the parking lot. But I beg your difference. Because when you drove on the parking lot, you were in the gate. 
You don't have to be in the building to make a joyful noise. You don't have to be in the building to give God some praise. You don't have to be in the building to raise your hands. We don't have to be in the building to say hallelujah. You can do it right here in the parking lot. See, God has blessed you to get up this morning in your right mind and come to the parking lot. He gave you a car to drive to the parking lot. You have met your sisters and brothers right here in the parking lot. You are listening to the word in the parking lot. If you're riding with someone, he's blessed that person so they could come and pick you up and bring you to the parking lot. All I got to say this morning is thank God for the parking lot. Am I right about it? <clears throat> See, when, when you're quiet, it makes me believe that you can't think. Because if you could think and think about how good God is, then you would start to give him thanks. Because you are thinking about what he's done for you. You would be thinking about how he has walked with you. You would be thinking about how he talked with you. You would be thinking about how he carried you over the mountain and through the valleys. And he was there in the midnight hours. How he dried your tears. And how he whispered in your ears that everything was going to be all right. Because see, weeping may endure for a night. But joy is going to come to you in the morning. See, you better learn to tell somebody just how good God is. Oh, bless his name. Amen. 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 I, I, I want to tell you a little story right here. See, I, I want to leave this with you. You see, there was a, a little lady by the name of Miss Katie. And Miss Katie went to church all of her life. On, on Sunday morning when the preacher was preaching, you could hear Miss Katie praising the Lord and waving her hand saying, thank you, Jesus. I owe it all to you. Well, most of the members were sophisticated. And were, these are these quiet church folk. And, and they would be frowning and shaking their head. If the preacher really got fired up, you would see Miss Katie get up out of her seat and dance up and down the aisle. And after church one Sunday, a group got together and said, we, we, get, we need to have a talk with Miss Katie because she's disturbing the service. Well, one Saturday, Miss Katie was in the mall. And these church ladies was in the mall. And here come Miss Katie walking with two bags, one in each hand. And these ladies decided, well, this is a good time to get Miss Katie. So they stopped and said, Miss Katie, we want to talk to you. We, we're from the church. Miss Katie looked at them and said, I recognize you. They said, Miss Katie, you got to stop all that noise while the preacher is preaching because we can't hear what the preacher is saying. You're just disturbing. You're just disrupting. Miss Katie looked at him and said, I understand your dilemma. I understand your problem. But I can't do anything about your problem. See, let me tell you why. You see, my husband died and left me with seven children to raise. And they're like stair steps. See, I didn't know what I was going to do, and I prayed and asked the Lord to make a way. And he gave me a job, cleaning houses, sometimes cooking and ironing, and then I would go home and take care of my children. The Lord blessed me a second time with a second job. Now I work two jobs, and I had to leave my children at home all alone. But I want you to know, not one time, 
did I go to the jailhouse. Not one time did my children get on drugs. Not one time did they give me any problems. All of my children graduated from high school and they wanted to go to college. And here I am in a dilemma again, Lord. What am I going to do? And the Lord made a way a second time. You see, all my children got scholarships. There was a basketball, a football, academic scholarships, and so many organizations gave my children donations. And all seven of my children graduated from college. See, I got a doctor. I got a lawyer. I got an engineer. I got two teachers. I got a nurse. And I got one that owns his own trucking business. All seven of my children got together and brought and paid for me a house. They said, Mother, go home and rest and enjoy your life. I got wall-to-wall carpet. I got all the latest appliances. I got heat in the winter, air in the summer. I got a deep freeze full of food. I got a closet full of clothes. I got lights. If you clap your hand, they come on. You clap your hands and then go off. They got together and brought me a car because I still love to drive. I got my health and I got my strength. And you want me to stop praising the Lord on Sunday morning? I'm sorry, but I'm here to tell you, you can take my bags and I'll shut right now because I want to tell you that if it had not been for the Lord on my side, if it had not been for the Lord coming to my rescue, oh well, would I be? I want you right now, ladies, to remember what I told you and I want you to go back to that church. I want you to run and tell that. You got to open your mouth and tell people just how good God can be. When I look at the scripture, Mark the fifth chapter, I see that it said they, Jesus and his disciples, had crossed over to the other side and they were leaving the ship. And there came a man. Now let me describe this man to you. I saw seven different things about this man. First of all, he came out of the graveyard among the tombs. That's where the dead folk are. He, he lived there. Number two, he was a man with an unclean spirit. Number three, they called him crazy. They called him a lunatic. Number four, he was a man that the people had tried to bind and chain. And each time he would break free. Number five, he was what we call a cutter. He would cut himself with the stones and he would bleed. Number six, he was dirty and ragged and he smelled. And number seven, he would cry out loudly at night in the graveyard. But the Bible says now he saw the people get off the ship from a distance. He ran. He didn't move slow. He didn't hesitate. He didn't run in the opposite direction. Now all of these people getting off the ship. But he ran to Jesus. See, when you got trouble, when you know that you don't know what to do, when your back is up against the wall, when you are desperate, you need to make sure who you're running to. You need to run to the right one. You need to know how to recognize who is the right one. They say he ran to Jesus and he fell on his knees and he worshiped. Holy right there. Here's a lunatic, a crazy man. And he is worshiping. 
Now here we are the saints and we are ashamed to worship and don't want to praise God because we're not in the building. We don't want to lift our hands because we're not in the building. We don't want to clap our hands because we're not in the building. You need to remember that every time you clap your hands for the praises of God, you are driving your enemy away from you. Can I get a witness? Jesus stopped and asked the man, what is your name? See, Jesus is an amazing. He's so incredible. He's so awesome. Because he does not run away. He does not turn away from you. He does not ignore you. He said, what is your name? The man said, my name is legions, meaning many. And right near there was a herd of pigs on the hillside. You see, the demons, when Jesus spoke, they recognized his voice. Ain't it amazing that the sound of his voice, demons tremble? The herdsmen that saw ran to tell what they had saw. And upon returning, they saw the man, the lunatic, the crazy one, the cutter, the one that was in the graveyard among the dead, sitting dressed and in his right mind oh praise God bless his name see Jesus had turned him around the scripture tells us that Jesus was getting back into the boat and the man now in his right mind wanted to go with Jesus but Jesus said no I need you to go home to your own people and tell how much the Lord has done for you and he had mercy on you See, when you have an encounter with Jesus, when you build that personal relationship with Jesus, you don't want to be separated from Jesus because you start to think about the things that he's done for you. You start to think about what he done over 2,000 years ago, that he stood in the gap for us, how he took our place, how he shed his blood for us. How he allowed them to lay him down and stretch him wide. How he allowed them to put nails in his hand and in his feet. How he allowed them to whip him all night long. And he just hung there until he gave up the ghosts. How they put him in a borrowed tomb. See, the people were thinking, oh, it's all over now. But I want to let you know that early on Sunday morning, early on Sunday morning, Early on Sunday morning, before the break of day, he got up. He got up with all power in his head. And just for the record, I want to remind you that when Mary came to the tomb, she was looking for her Lord. And it upset her because she thought somebody had taken her Lord. And she didn't realize that while she was there. That Jesus was standing and watching. She didn't recognize him because she thought he was the gardener. He turned around and he said, why are you weeping? She said, because they've taken my Lord. And Jesus said, Mary. When he called the name, she recognized that he was the master. See, he tells us, my sheep know my name see I'm here to tell you this morning the woman at the well she had to run and tell somebody 
the ten lepers had to go and tell somebody. But there was one that came back to tell Jesus, thank you. Because he started thinking about how he used to look. He started thinking about how people used to treat him. He had to come back and say, thank you, Lord, for all that you've done for me. We need to stop being ashamed and start telling everybody that God is a way maker. God is a peacemaker. God is a heart regulator. God can heal you when the doctors say no. God say yes. We need to tell somebody how good God is. We need to tell our sisters and brothers that God loves you just like he loves me. It doesn't matter what you used to do. It's what you do right now. I'm here to tell you, give God some glory. Amen. Come on, y'all. Let's just thank the Lord a little bit more for the word on this morning. Amen. Run and tell that. Run and tell that. And we got something to tell. We can tell somebody about how good God is. You know, we sing songs that talk about where God has brought us from and what we used to do. And how he, no, God is good right now. God is good in this very moment. And I thank my sister in Christ for bringing such a powerful and timely word. We're two for two. Dynamic word on first Sunday and a dynamic word today. And looking forward, if the Lord allows us to be here, allows me to be here, looking forward to a dynamic word this Sunday coming too. Third Sunday, uh, Reverend Phillips will be preaching on this Sunday. You come on back and get the word next Sunday too. God blesses you to be alive and be able to get here next Sunday morning. You come on back. I sound muffled. You come on back and get the word on next Sunday as well. I don't think, I was trying to think, was there anything else I need to share with you before we go? But I can't think of anything else. Um, just want to thank you for being here. Keep praying, church family. Pray for our world. Pray for our nation. There are people on the West Coast that have lost their homes and lost everything they ever had. And I don't even, I can't begin to imagine what that might feel like. But one thing I do know, and Reverend Stevenson just told us, God will never leave nor forsake us. And even though every material possession you've ever owned may be destroyed by fire, God can turn it around. He can create new memories. He can give you a new home, a new car, a new job, or whatever it is. He can restore our health. God is able to do anything but fail, but we've got to trust him. We've got to trust him, church family, and we've got to do our very best, our very best to be obedient. He's going to bless. He blesses us beyond our obedience because if he only blessed us according to our obedience, half of us wouldn't even be here this morning. And I'll raise my hand first on that one. So he blesses us beyond our obedience. But it's that favor that we want. We, we want to be in God's favor. We want God to do that extra special stuff that we know can only come from God. And listen, not just for us. We want God to use us to be a blessing for us. We want 
that when God brings somebody into our path, we can be a blessing. And he has that favor to fall off of us and fall onto somebody else. So I thank my sister again this morning for the word. I thank you for being here. I'm going to ask um, the musicians just to play one verse of whatever they may, and we'll have the benediction, and then we'll be dismissed. Now, remember again, if you're interested uh, in working with the Deltas and making phone calls leading into the election, please call uh, Sister Sharon Peel. Talk to her today. She said she would stay here for just a couple of minutes after service, so if you want to just go to her car there and talk to her, that's fine. If not, call her by tomorrow. Musicians. And by the way, let's thank the Lord for all of our musicians on this morning. And we thank God for Mr. Garland singing the sermonic selection on this morning. Amen. Come on, musicians, and then we'll uh, be dismissed. I make it all these years. I make it this far. Through the valleys and over the hill I knew it had to be God I make it through the storm I make it through the rain If you want to know just how I got here It's so easy to explain it was God's grace, God's grace, God's grace, God's grace, God's grace, God's grace, God's grace. I made it this, I made it this far by the grace of God. It was God's grace, God's grace, God's grace, God's grace. you brought me how you brought me through the night Lord you kept me and you never left me you stood by my side there were so many times I came so close oh man death tried to take me in but the reason I'm here it's not hard for me to see In fact, it's so easy for me to explain It was God's grace God's grace God's grace God's grace God's grace God's grace It's amazing great God's grace Whoa, I made it this far I made it this far By the grace of God It was God's grace God's grace, God's grace, God's grace, God's grace, I made it this far, made it this far, by the grace of God. Amen. 
And now may the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with us henceforth and forevermore. Amen. Let the church say amen. never ever ever take his grace and mercy his love and kindness for granted so we just thank you lord and worship you on this morning let us uh, repeat together the mission of Roanoke salem missionary baptist church go ye therefore and make disciples baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy ghost teaching them to observe all things Whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Lord God, we thank you for another day and another opportunity to just say thank you, Lord. And you have continued to keep this world together. It's your world. Everything and everybody belongs to you and comes under your authority. Lord Jesus, even with all the challenges we face as individuals and as a nation, we can still say hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, because you are sitting on the throne. You have all power, all wisdom. You are everywhere at the same time, all the time. And if we'll trust in you and acknowledge you in all our ways, you will and you shall and you are directing our paths. Lord Jesus, we just believe this is going to be a wonderful day in Christ. And that we're going to be blessed by the word on this morning. And that we're going to leave here more encouraged and more determined than ever to live for you, to represent you, to help people find you who are lost in their sins. And Lord, to be in position for you to bless us and to be a blessing to this dying world. We love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. This is the day that the Lord Jehovah God has made. We shall rejoice and be exceedingly glad in it. We'll have an opening selection now from our musicians. Time is filled with smooth transition.
but it really isn't. Faith is just simply digging in your heels and saying, no matter what's going on in your life, especially if you're having challenges, faith is just digging in your heels and saying, God, I trust you. I know what it is. I know what they've said. I know what it looks like. I know what's happening. But God, I trust you. Hold on to God's unchanging hand. And God will not only make a way somehow, the Bible says we are more than conquerors through our faith in Jesus Christ. Amen. To God be the glory. We're preparing now for um, our offering. So as you are preparing, I just want to share a couple of things by way of announcements. One thing I want to share with you is that um, for those who may want to, we are tentatively scheduled to have another concealed weapons class here at the church on Wednesday, September the 23rd. Wednesday, September the 23rd from 9 a.m. until 6 p.m. If you want to take the concealed weapons class, please call the church between now and, you know, at least the end of this week and let Miss Jean know. She'll put your name down. The cost of the class is $65 per person. The only thing you need to bring on the day of the class is a photo ID 
and or government ID, whatever it is, a government ID and your $65. You don't need to bring anything else. Everything else you need to take the class will be provided for you by the instructor, Mr. Darrell Williams, and he is an excellent, excellent instructor. Also want to share with you that in preparation for uh, our upcoming election, and you know the election season is here, the um, Enfield Roanoke Rapids chapter of the Delta uh, sorority, and you all may know that uh, Sister Sharon Hill and Sister Tosca Towns, I think I know those two, uh, Sister Jovita Menifee, those three folks are from Roanoke Salem are part of that. But anyway, uh, the Deltas are doing a phone banking campaign. In other words, uh, there'll be a period of time beginning in a week or so where they're going to start calling people not to tell them or ask them if they're going to vote Democrat or Republican, just simply asking people, are they registered to vote? So if you want to be part of that uh, campaign, if you want to work with the um, Deltas and calling people to ask them, do they, to, you know, just to call them and ask them, are they registered to vote? Please uh, contact Sister Sharon Peel. She's here today, but she's given me permission to give you her phone number. And Sharon's phone number is 252-532-7701. Again, Sharon's phone number is 252-532-7701. Sharon needs to hear from you at least by tomorrow. By tomorrow, she needs to know if you're interested in working with the Deltas and making phone calls to ask people uh, do they plan to vote, then please um, call her by today or tomorrow, but call her by tomorrow and let her know that you are interested. Um, April is passing out right now some little pieces of paper that Ms. Jean did up for us uh, that have the dates for early voting. So you have it in front of you now, the dates for early voting. And early voting um, is going to begin next month, but you, you'll have the dates in front of you, when and where and all that kind of good stuff. Please vote. Please vote. Please make sure you're registered to vote. And again, uh, census. If you have not completed this 2020 census, go to our website. Or, or go online and just Google My 2020 Census, and it will tell you how. There's also a phone number, a toll-free phone number. If you Google My 2020 Census, that phone number will also be there for you to know where you can go, how to call and to vote. I mean, excuse me, how to call and how to register for the census. Let me circle back to the, um, the concealed weapon class. That is from 9 a.m. until 6 p.m., so you need to know that, too. It's an all-day class. The concealed weapon class on September 23rd will start at 9 in the morning, and it will continue on until uh, 6 that afternoon. But again, all you need to bring is your $65 and a government-issued ID, federal government, state government, and uh, that's all you need to bring. I'm trying to think if there's, oh, two other things. For those who were born in the month of September, happy birthday. 
Uh, I'll say it now for the entire month, and I know we got some birthday folks today. We got a pretty little girl named Navea whose birthday is today. She's five years old. Miss Navea is five. But for everybody in the month, born in the month of September, whoever you are, wherever you are, happy birthday. And I think that's all I need to share at this time. If something else comes up, I'll let you know. Okay. Thank you for your generous giving. We cannot thank you enough for being faithful in your giving. Those who are visiting from other churches, we see you. We love you. We thank God for you for coming and worshiping with us on today. Thank you, Sonny. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Wayne. Uh, it's Grandparents Day. April reminded me just a few minutes ago that it's Grandparents Day. So if you are a grandparent, whether it's your blood grandchild or some young child that they've adopted you and you've adopted them and y'all grands to each other, bless you, bless you, bless you. We can't thank the Lord enough for grandparents. And I know we have some wonderful wonderful grandparents here at Ronald Salem. We, and, you know, some of you great-grandparents now. We, we know what you do. We've seen over the years how you've helped raise your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren. So, just want you to know that most importantly, God sees it. And God knows, and God is appreciative of you late in your years of life when you could be so-called relaxing and enjoying yourself. You're still doing all you can to help bring up another generation uh, to know the Lord and to love the Lord and to become good, productive citizens in this country. So thank you. Let me just briefly introduce the preacher for today. She is our own Reverend Gloria Stevenson. She is a daughter of this church under uh, Reverend Sessoms. She is a woman of God, professional woman, Married to Mr. Garland Stevenson, a mother, a grandmother, a hard worker, still working for Halifax County School Systems. Most importantly, though, she, she knows the Lord, she loves the Lord, and she does her best to serve the Lord. She's faithful in the work she does here for Roanoke Salem. Just couldn't ask for two more faithful people than she and Lisa and Miss Jean. They're, they're just all faithful in what they do for the church family. So you've heard her preach before, and you know she's going to bring us a dynamic word on this morning. Prepare your spiritual hearts and your spiritual minds to receive the word. So after we have the sermonic selection, and I, is Mr. Garland going to come and sing now? Her husband, Mr. Garland, is going to come and sing, uh, lead the song for the sermonic selection, and then we'll hear from uh, Reverend Gloria Stevenson on this morning. Come on, let's give a horn hawk to receive her.
the things that I love and hold dear to my heart are just for us. They're not mine alone, oh Father. Jesus only let me use him oh to bright in my life so remind me remind me dear Lord The things that I love and hold dear to my heart are just for us. They're not mine alone, oh Father. Jesus only let me use him all to bright in my life. So remind me, remind me till so. Why he loved me 
ourselves and he has to just remind us who is the creator and who is the creation and we thank God for being God all by himself good morning church family friends visitors to my pastor to all of the members and the officers of this great church it is a blessing to be alive on today and I thank my pastor for allowing me to come on this morning and be able to bring your word that God has given to me. And I'm going to do just that. Amen. Amen. It's a beautiful morning, but we're not going to stay all day. Amen. If you have your Bibles on this morning, we're going to go to the book of Mark, the fifth chapter. And I'm going to use two verses, 19 and 20. Verse 19 says, Howbeit Jesus suffered him not, but said unto him, Go home to thy friends, and tell them how great things 
the Lord has done for thee and had compassion on thee. Verse 20. And he departed and began to proclaim what great things Jesus had done for him. And all men did marvel. Father God, in the precious down Jesus, I come before you this morning asking you once again to just bless me to do what you have asked me to do. Lord, help me to bring forth your word, that it will be a comfort to someone on today, that it will be something that can help them throughout the week, throughout everything that they are going through. Lord, I just thank you for this opportunity. I give you all the praise and I give you all the glory because it's not about me, but it's all about you. And he departed and began to proclaim what great things Jesus had done for him. And all men did marvel. I want to use for a subject this morning, now run and tell that. And if I could put a subtopic to it, it would be and tell nothing but the truth, the whole truth. It has been said that if you wanted something to get around or spread like wildfire, tell a woman. This tale, a woman, is a male chauvinist point of view because they say women love to gossip. But I'm here this morning to tell you that men gossip just as much as women. Men tell, men tell and talk about things they know, things they don't know. And things that they wish they did know. We all talk about everything but what is important. Especially what we are facing in this day and time. And that is just how good God has been to us. We worry about the vaccine for the virus. But didn't God tell you that he is Jehovah Rahim? The healer. And by his stripes you are healed. We worry about when we're going to get the next stimulus check. But didn't God tell you that he was Jehovah Raha, the provider? He would supply all of your needs. Didn't he take care of you before you heard anything about a stimulus check? Ain't I right about it? We know more about what's going on in China, in Russia, in Washington, who is campaigning where? who is making promises, but we fail to remember God's promises. He said that he would never leave us nor forsake us. He promised to give us new mercy every day. Didn't he tell us to train up our children in a way that they should go? And he promised that when they grew old, they would not depart from it. Didn't he promise that if you let your praises go up, that his blessings will come down, that he will open up the windows of heaven and pour you out more blessings. Didn't he promise that if you call upon his name in times of trouble that he would answer? Didn't he promise that if you delight yourself in the Lord that he would give you the desires of your heart? Didn't he tell you to come to me all who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest? Remember people make promises and people break promises but God keeps every promise because he is a man that cannot lie. Am I right about it? We, we, we keep up with all the current events. We keep up with things more than we keep up what's going on in our actual household. 
Some of us keep up with every tweet that President Trump put out. We can repeat it word for word. But my question is, how many times have you called, text, email, faxed, Instagram, written, or any other way we now have to communicate and just tell somebody just how good God is? Have you Facebook anybody and reminded them that God has brought us from a mighty long way? Have you tweeted anyone and told them God is a keeper? Because he kept back the hurricanes, he kept back the tornadoes, and the earthquakes did not shake us. Have you texted someone telling them to keep the faith because God is still on the throne? He's sitting high and he's looking low. And he knows what happened yesterday. He knows what's going on today. And he and he alone knows what will happen tomorrow. Have you emailed someone to encourage them to just hold on? Because we serve a God that can speak and men will live and he can speak and men will die. Have you messaged someone today? I know it's early in the morning, but did you just remind them that this is the day that the Lord has made? Rejoice and be glad in it. Have you written a, a fax anyone telling them that the Lord is our rock and our fortress and he will deliver us? That God is our strength and we need to put our trust in him. Did you tell anybody, don't worry because the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. Have you called anybody and reassured them that while we are sleeping, we have a God watching over that never sleep nor slumber. In our conversation, did you tell them, don't panic, keep calm. Keep praying. Don't worry about tomorrow because God is already there. Before you end that conversation, you need to tell somebody that nothing ahead of you is bigger or stronger than the power of God that is behind you. Before you say bye, then you need to tell them, I'm going to pray for you. You pray for me. And as children of God, we're going to get through this. Tell them to keep blessing the Lord at all times. Before you hang up, you need to tell somebody about the goodness of the Lord by any means necessary. Oh, bless his name. Am I right about it? You need to tell people on your job just how good God has been to you. Let them know that you know this to be true because you have a personal experience with him. It could have been a situation with your health. It could have been a situation with your finances, your family, your job, your children. Tell them if it had not been for the Lord on your side, you wouldn't know where you would be today. Tell them that he is a way maker and a burden lifter. Tell them that you know that he is a turnaround God because he turned around your situation. All God wants for us is just to run and tell somebody. And as Christians and followers of Christ, we are on a mandate to tell everybody, somebody, like Miss Tippett used to say, Lottie Dottie and everybody. Amen. Amen. David said, if you bless me, I will tell it before the largest crowd. See, you need to let people know that all that you have and all that you can do is only by the grace of God. See, I don't understand how people can come to church and just be so quiet. See, quiet folk make me nervous, especially in church. Because we say that we are saints and we believe the word and the word tells us to make a joyful noise. 
It tells us to enter into his gates with praise and thanksgiving. Well, well, preacher, we're not entering into the gates. We're not on the inside. We're out here in the parking lot. But I beg your difference. Because when you drove on the parking lot, you were in the gate. You don't have to be in the building to make a joyful noise. You don't have to be in the building to give God some praise. You don't have to be in the building to raise your hands. We don't have to be in the building to say hallelujah. You can do it right here in the parking lot. See, God has blessed you to get up this morning in your right mind and come to the parking lot. He gave you a car to drive to the parking lot. You have met your sisters and brothers right here in the parking lot. You are listening to the word in the parking lot. If you're riding with someone, he's blessed that person so they could come and pick you up and bring you to the parking lot. All I got to say this morning is thank God for the parking lot. Am I right about it? <clears throat> See, when, when you're quiet, it makes me think. Believe that you can't think because if you could think and think about how good God is, then you will start to give him thanks because you are thinking about what he's done for you. You would be thinking about how he has walked with you. You would be thinking about how he talked with you. You would be thinking about how he carried you over the mountain and through the valleys. And he was there in the midnight hours. How he dried your tears and how he whispered in your ears that everything was going to be all right. Because see, weeping may endure for a night, but joy is going to come to you in the morning. See, you better learn to tell somebody just how how good God is. Oh, bless his name. Amen. 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 I, I, I want to tell you a little story right here. See, I, I want to leave this with you. You see, there was a, a little lady by the name of Miss Katie. And Miss Katie went to church all of her life. On, on Sunday morning when the preacher was preaching, you could hear Miss Katie praising the Lord and waving her hand saying, thank you, Jesus. I owe it all to you. Well, most of the members were sophisticated. In other words, these are these quiet church folk. And, and they would be frowning and shaking their head. If the preacher really got fired up, you would see Miss Katie get up out of her seat and dance up and down the aisle. And after church one Sunday, a group got together and said, we, we, get, we need to have a talk with Miss Katie because she's disturbing the service. Well, one Saturday, Miss Katie was in the mall. And these church ladies was in the mall. And here come Miss Katie walking with two bags, one in each hand. And these ladies decided, well, this is a good time to get Miss Katie. So they stopped and said, Miss Katie, we want to talk to you. We, we are from the church. Miss Katie looked at them and said, I recognize you. They said, Miss Katie, you got to stop all that noise while the preacher is preaching because we can't hear what the preacher is saying. And you're just disturbing. You're just disrupting. Miss Katie looked at him and said, I understand your dilemma. I understand your problem. But I can't do anything about your problem. See, let me tell you why. You see, my husband died and left me with seven children to raise. And they're like stair steps. See, I didn't know what I was going to do, and I prayed and asked the Lord to make a way. And he gave me a job, cleaning houses, sometimes cooking and ironing, and then I would go home and take care of my children. 
the Lord blessed me a second time with a second job. Now I work two jobs and I had to leave my children at home all alone. But I want you to know, not one time did I go to the jailhouse. Not one time did my children get on drugs. Not one time did they give me any problems. All of my children graduated from high school and they wanted to go to college. And here I am in a dilemma again, Lord. What am I going to do? And the Lord made a way a second time. You see, all my children got scholarships. There was a basketball, a football, academic scholarships. And so many organizations gave my children donations. And all seven of my children graduated from college. See, I got a doctor. I got a lawyer. I got an engineer. I got two teachers. I got a nurse. And I got one that owns his own trucking business. All seven of my children got together and brought and paid for me a house. They said, Mother, go home and rest and enjoy your life. I got wall-to-wall carpet. I got all the latest appliances. I got heat in the winter, air in the summer. I got a deep freeze full of food. I got a closet full of clothes. I got lights. If you clap your hand, they come on. You clap your hands and then go off. They got together and brought me a car because I still love to drive. I got my health and I got my strength. And you want me to stop praising the Lord on Sunday morning? I'm sorry, but I'm here to tell you, you can take my bags and I'll shut right now because I want to tell you that if it had not been for the Lord on my side, if it had not been for the Lord coming to my rescue, oh, where would I be? I want you right now, ladies, to remember what I told you and I want you to go back to that church. I want you to run and tell that you gotta open your mouth and tell people just how good God can be when I look at the scripture Mark the fifth chapter I, I see that it said they Jesus and his disciples had crossed over to the other side and, and they were leaving the ship and there came a man now, let me describe this man to you. I saw seven different things about this man. First of all, he came out of the graveyard among the tombs. That's where the dead folk are. He, he lived there. Number two, he was a man with an unclean spirit. Number three, they call him crazy. They call him a lunatic. Number four, he was a man that the people had tried to bind and chain. And each time he would break free. Number five, he was what we call a cutter. He would cut himself with the stones and he would bleed. Number six, he was dirty and ragged and he smelled. And number seven, he would crowd loudly at night in the graveyard. But the Bible says now he saw the people get off the ship from a distance. He ran. He didn't move slow. He didn't hesitate. He didn't run in the opposite direction. Now, all of these people getting off the ship, but he ran to Jesus. See, when you got trouble, when you know that you don't know what to do, when your back is up against the wall, when you are desperate, you need to make sure who you're running to. You need to run to the right one. You need to know how to recognize who is the right one. They say he ran to Jesus and he fell on his knees and he worshiped. Hold it right there. 
Here's a lunatic, a crazy man, and he is worshiping. Now, here we are, the saints, and we are ashamed to worship and don't want to praise God because we're not in the building. We don't want to lift our hands because we're not in the building. We don't want to clap our hands because we're not in the building. You need to remember that every time you clap your hands for the praises of God, you are driving your enemy away from you. Can I get a witness? Jesus stopped and asked the man, what is your name? See, Jesus is an amazing. He's so incredible. He's so awesome. Because he does not run away. He does not turn away from you. He does not ignore you. He said, what is your name? The man said, my name is legions, meaning many. And right near there was a herd of pigs on the hillside. See, the demons, when Jesus spoke, they recognized his voice. Ain't it amazing that the sound of his voice, demons tremble? The herdsmen that saw ran to tell what they had saw. And upon returning, they saw the man, the lunatic, the crazy one, the cutter, the one that was in the graveyard among the dead, sitting, dressed, and in his right mind. Oh, praise God. Bless his name. See, Jesus had turned him around. The scripture tells us that Jesus was getting back into the boat. And the man now in his right mind wanted to go with Jesus. But Jesus said, no. I need you to go home to your own people. And tell how much the Lord has done for you. And he had mercy on you. See, when you have an encounter with Jesus, when you build that personal relationship with Jesus, you don't want to be separated from Jesus because you start to think about the things that he's done for you. You start to think about what he done over 2,000 years ago, that he stood in the gap for us, how he took our place, how he shed his blood for us. How he allowed them to lay him down and stretch him wide. How he allowed them to put nails in his hand and in his feet. How he allowed them to whip him all night long. And he just hung there until he gave up the ghost. How they put him in a borrowed tomb. See, the people were thinking, oh, it's all over now. But I want to let you know that early on Sunday morning, early on Sunday morning, Early on Sunday morning, before the break of day, he got up. He got up with all power in his hand. And just for the record, I want to remind you that when Mary came to the tomb, she was looking for her Lord. And it upset her because she thought somebody had taken her Lord. And she didn't realize that while she was there, that Jesus was standing and watching. She didn't recognize him because she thought he was the gardener. He turned around and he said, why are you weeping? She said, because they've taken my Lord. And Jesus said, Mary. When he called the name, she recognized that he was the master. See, he tells us, my sheep know my name. See, I'm here to tell you this morning, the woman at the well, she had to run and tell somebody 
the ten lepers had to go and tell somebody. But there was one that came back to tell Jesus, thank you, because he started thinking about how he used to look. He started thinking about how people used to treat him. He had to come back and say, thank you, Lord, for all that you've done for me. We need to stop being ashamed and start telling everybody that God is a way maker. God is a peacemaker. God is a heart regulator. God can heal you when the doctors say no. God say yes. We need to tell somebody how good God is. We need to tell our sisters and brothers that God loves you just like he loves me. It doesn't matter what you used to do. It's what you do right now. I'm here to tell you, give God some glory. y'all let's just thank the Lord a little bit more for the word on this morning amen run and tell that run and tell that and we got something to tell we can tell somebody about how good God is you know we sing songs that talk about where God has brought us from and what we used to do how he, no God is good right now God is good in this very moment. And I thank my sister in Christ for bringing such a powerful and timely word. We're two for two. Dynamic word on first Sunday and a dynamic word today. And looking forward, if the Lord allows us to be here, allows me to be here, looking forward to a dynamic word this Sunday coming too. Third Sunday, uh, Reverend Phillips will be preaching on this Sunday. You come on back and get the word next Sunday too. God blesses you to be alive and be able to get here next Sunday morning. You come on back. I sound muffled. You come on back and get the word on next Sunday as well. I don't think, I was trying to think, was there anything else I need to share with you before we go, but I can't think of anything else. Just want to thank you for being here. Keep praying, church family. Pray for our world. Pray for our nation. There are people on the West Coast that have lost their homes and lost everything they ever had. And I don't even, I can't begin to imagine what that might feel like. But one thing I do know, and Reverend Stevenson just told us, God will never leave nor forsake us. And even though every material possession you've ever owned may be destroyed by fire, God can turn it around. He can create new memories. He can give you a new home, a new car, a new job, or whatever it is. He can restore our health. God is able to do anything but fail, but we've got to trust him. We've got to trust him, church family, and we've got to do our very best, our very best to be obedient. He's going to bless. He blesses us beyond our obedience because if he only blessed us according to our obedience, half of us wouldn't even be here this morning. I'll raise my hand first on that one. So he blesses us beyond our obedience. But it's that favor that we want. We, we want to be in God's favor. We want God to do that extra special stuff that we know can only come from God. And listen, not just for us. We want God to use us to be a blessing for us. We want 
that when God brings somebody into our path, we can be a blessing. And he has that favor to fall off of us and fall onto somebody else. So I thank my sister again this morning for the word. I thank you for being here. I'm going to ask um, the musicians just to play one verse of whatever they made, and we'll have the benediction, and then we'll be dismissed. Now, remember again, if you're interested uh, in working with the Deltas and making phone calls leading into the election, please call uh, Sister Sharon Peel. Talk to her today. She said she would stay here for just a couple of minutes after service, so if you want to just go to her car there and talk to her, that's fine. If not, call her by tomorrow. Musicians. And by the way, let's thank the Lord for all of our musicians on this morning. And we thank God for Mr. Garland singing the sermonic selection on this morning. Amen. Come on, musicians, and then we'll uh, be dismissed. I make it all these years. I make it this far through the valleys and over the hill. I knew it had to be God. I make it through the storm. I make it through the rain. If you want to know just how I got here It's so easy to explain It was God's grace 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 I made it this I made it this far By the grace Of God It was God's grace How you brought me, how you brought me through the night. Lord, you kept me, and you never left me. You stood by my side. There were so many times I came so close. Oh, man, death tried to take me in. But the reason I'm here. It's not hard for me to see In fact, it's so easy for me to explain It was God's grace God's grace God's grace God's grace God's grace His amazing grace God's grace Whoa, I made it this far I made it this far By the grace of God It was God's grace God's grace, God's grace, God's grace, God's grace, I made it this far, I made it this far, by the grace of God. Amen. 
And now may the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit, rest ruling about with us henceforth and forevermore. Amen. Let the church say amen.